This episode 151, a pick a review. Tonight's guest, Franklin E. Plus, we'll check in with old friend of the show, Richard Tracy Morgan. All that and podcasting? Only on. Hey, great job, Kevin. Thank you. After all my stumbles last week, it was nice to do it on take one. Oh, I should have left the stumbles in. <laughs> you didn't? Well, no. That would have been a 90-minute uh, episode. Yeah, now now i got to reset the cannon. Aw. Wait. <laughs> Boom. Cannon's reset. Who are you? I just did the Thanos thing. I'm Kevin Anderson. Oh, okay. Who are you? I don't know. It hasn't been established oh, yet. <laughs> right, because the canon is completely yeah, clean from day it. one. So this is a podcast where I talk to my good friend Matt Brousseau oh. about pasta only. Ah, uh, finally. <laughs> We've now rebranded. Yeah, that uh, Cacio e Pepe. Ooh, that's some good stuff. That is some good stuff. Mm-hmm. That's some of my favorite. That's some of the best pasta out there. Oh, yeah? I mean... Wait till you try mine, Kevin. It sucks. It stinks. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm, I'm feeling too much of our... Uh, there's, uh, you know, uh, the rich, uh, Richard Tracy Morgan's on, and I feel like I'm already sucking in some of that. We're back, we're back at the uh, living room right now, yeah. it feels like. Uh, I mean, the last time we talked to him, and we could talk about him more later, of course, but he, he wasn't even here. He just called in from, from jail, I believe. Well, isn't he here then? He's supposed to be here. I haven't well, seen him now, yet, yeah. but he's supposed to be here. I got a text uh, from an unlisted number that, uh, that uh, RTM would be in the hizzy, which is weird mm. that he said that. But uh, I'm excited to talk to him. But, uh, yeah, you got to make sure we get all that out. Uh, how are you? How are you doing? Besides the bad cacio e pepe. Oh, no, it's, a, it's, it's delicious. It's delicious. And uh, if I invite you to my house, you may have some. But if I don't, you can stay the fuck away Just from my place. Just wait on that invite. That's all it takes. Uh, I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah. Um, here's a fun thing, Kevin. Yeah. In the grand city of L.A., mm. uh, if your apartment complex is run by one gas company and your water heater doesn't work, it takes 10 days for ten someone days. to come out and go, yeah, it doesn't work. But they don't resolve it. In no, that not day. yet. No, 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 not that day. So you just have had cold water. Yeah. Oof. I mean, it's uh, you know, Kevin. First world problems. I mean, you have water. That's a step up from a lot. Oh, of Oh yeah, I can drink it. You can drink it. Uh, yeah. It's still pretty good. But it's cold, and you like it to be warm in the morning. Oh man, you know, my asshole, my bidet is just really. It's taking a real turn. <laughs> You've been showering in your bidet. I've been showering in my bidet now. <laughs> it's easier just to have one stream as opposed to a whole, you know. Uh, faucet, you know, whole uh, shower heads work. Yeah, I mean, I get because I, I try to count them because I'm autistic. So, like, I try to count every oh. individual stream that's coming out. You haven't counted up. them yet. No, no, no. I'm still working there's a on very it. consistent stream. You well, know, well, I also keep changing the, the dial on it. So, I get like the thick huh. stream, I get the small streams. Wow, you're, I mean, you're, you're a pretty wild guy. We did reset the canon. This yeah, show is did. just about shower heads now. <laughs> I uh, make pasta in the shower. Pasta in the shower. Pasta oh, shower. Good. I got to stop that one. That's okay. Uh, but, uh, so, but, I mean, at least, you know, a cold shower is great for a hangover. Is it? I think so. You know it's great for a hangover? I don't know. Just like stuff that makes you feel good. A.A. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I think I think it's like because you shock your system and it like forgets that you're in pain and it like goes into fight or flight mode. Like, I shock my system by waking up too late. Oh, and you're like, oh, I'm late. Yeah. No hangover. That's the shock. Yeah. That's a good would you? That's your hair of the dog. Yeah. My, I couldn't. My, my neck hurt for like a – because last time we talked, I, we're only a couple of days past that. Right, right, right. And my neck was sore for like two or three days. After that time that we yeah. talked? Yeah. It turns out sleeping on your floor and then on your couch oh, that's right. clothed with the lights on and then – I forgot know. about the saga of you trying to sleep in weird places. It's my own personal odyssey, Kevin. <laughs> More like the silly ad. Hey. Uh, but uh, that's why people jump in the ocean after uh, sometimes. No, well, those people, they do it for Instagram, Kevin. They do it for the Vine. Yeah, they should jump in, into the Niagara Falls if they really want a, a fresh start on life. Are people still going over the Niagara Falls in barrels? Not on purpose, but yes. 
<laughs> Explain. Sometimes uh, you get put into a barrel against uh, your will. Sometimes you owe someone a lot of money. Yeah. Or maybe you don't, but you're <laughs> but you in the wrong like place. The, you look the like the guy time. who did. Yeah. Uh, I remember that was a thing for a while. Thrill seekers would go and do that. They would try to survive. I don't think many of them probably wingsuits now. Yeah, you just go off in a wingsuit. Yeah, yeah. And then you're holding a barrel. Yeah, yeah, you hold it, yeah. And you crash into a mountain. It's great. It's the newest form of dying while flying. That's, uh, I mean, there's a lot of ways to do it. Uh huh. There's a lot of ways to do it. Um, that's a, that's, it seems, that would be terrifying because I would want to at least be able to see, like, the fact that you're enclosed in a thing and you're just like, oh, God, well, I'm just going, mm-hmm. like, and, like, I'm probably going to not make it through this. That seems horrifying. Yeah, it's like a wingsuit, but it's a barrel. <laughs> yeah, it's like a wingsuit, but a barrel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I get claustrophobic as it is. So, like, I don't want to be sweating while I I'm mean, in I'll there. give you a hint, Kevin. Uh, Please. These folks, not claustrophobic. <laughs> The folks who willingly get into barrels. That's true. The ones who don't get into them willingly, though, yes. that the jury's still out on that. Well, I hope the jury convenes because it's probably murder. <laughs> uh, there's this one undecided juror like, well, I don't know. I mean, I remember hearing stories about people doing this for fun. He locked the barrel from the inside. <laughs> so that's a fun thought experiment. You're yes. in a barrel with no windows or doors. Right. How did you get in? A train's coming. <laughs> a train's coming. Who do you save? Yeah. Do you save yourself or the barrel? That's goodness. Well, uh, I'm glad that, um, I mean, are you feeling better? You're next film better sure it's Go just to a time uh, yeah i could kevin have someone walk on your back <laughs> those are two different types of scenarios that's true that's true uh, a thai massage though that's a good it's a good one mm. they got them bars on the ceiling okay i'll do it then <laughs> mr Moneybags over here just yeah. going for thai massage every time he sleeps on the floor <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean it's it's a form of massage. speaking of first world problems <laughs> yeah. uh but no you like you jump in the ocean gets rid of a hangover that's all i wanted to say <laughs> okay uh, you know, a species of parrot went extinct today. Go on. That's all the information I asked or t- I, I, re- I received. Really? I just uh, yeah. yeah. There's a certain parrot. I think it was a. I think it was blue. Blue parrots. Is oh. that is that one? Huh. Or is that okay. a bar? Yeah. No. Isn't that? Yeah. It's a fucking uh, shitty mixed drink, isn't it? I think you might be right. Yeah. It's either that or it was like a fictional mob boss hangout. Yeah. Listeners yeah, sure. write in and sure. let us know what it's, the blue parrot uh, you is. Know, you have it while you're having your cheeseburger in paradise right before you slit your wrist and dive into a barrel. <laughs> cheeseburger and parrot's dice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barrel and barrel and paradise. <laughs> I feel like that'd be a good that, – that's what they called it when they would go over the falls in the barrels. That's a blue parrot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to go blue parrot up in upstate New York. Great. Yeah, classic blue parrot land. Uh, all the sports teams are blue parrots up there. Oh, you know what? I think the blue parrots might have been a team from Legends of the Hidden Temple. Okay, that makes sense. There's the red, there was the silver snakes, mm-hmm. red jaguars, purple parrots, I believe. No, purple jaguars, red parrots. Kevin, it's just a color in an animal here. <laughs> but it's so hard to mix and match. I'm having a hard time. Uh, that's all I heard about that. Uh, okay, great. <laughs> I just want everyone out there to be nice to birds, you know? Yeah, but, you know, if it deserves to go extinct, you know, who are we to... What, is asking for it? Yeah, who are we to say? Are you slut-shaming birds right now? No, no, I'm death-shaming birds. Death-shaming. If you didn't... It's like the thing with pandas, where people say, like, they like to eat more than they like to fuck, and that's why they're going extinct. But also they have to eat, like, a, a, lot. a metric ton of bamboo just to stay alive, because they're yeah. fucking idiots. <laughs> Their bodies are dumb. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, would you say we just abandon that project and just let pandas go? You know, I'm not against it, Kevin, but I don't sell the panda merch, so I don't, I don't have an option. I don't you're, have a choice. You're not, uh, you're not in the pocket of Big Panda? That's, yes, thank you. Uh, that'd be a kangaroo, Kevin. <laughs> now, if they were going extinct, mm-hmm. that might be a different question because they, uh, they, they can be very aggressive. And they, like, beat up people. They box, right? <laughs> from cartoons? Yes. Again, you're basing everything you know about animals on from cartoons. The ca- what, did the cartoon, what did the cartoon kangaroos do on Legends of the Hidden Temple? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. The what's, what's the, I think they do wear kangles. 
Kangles? On Legend of the Hidden Temple. It's probably, they, you know, they, there's always, every episode, one of the 13-year-old kids unzips his Kangle and pulls out a condom. <laughs> <laughs> to show like where a, he stores it. It sounds like a weird, like, Shel Silverstein book. Yeah. The kid with the kangle had a condom in his he was a He was a very filthy songwriter, I think. Shel Silverstein? Yes. Maybe not filthy songwriter, but he, he wrote some filthy stuff. He wrote for Playboy. Maybe that's it. It's not filth. It's just smut. This whole intro is us kind of remembering things. It's canonical. We're reestablishing a world that We don't here. know anything. Yeah. That is canon. That has always been canon. Uh, yeah, he wrote, I know he did Falling Up and Where the Sidewalk Ends. Right, Playboy. Uh... <laughs> I only read Shel Silverstein for the articles. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, he, was, uh, he was into smut. Sure, who isn't, Kevin? <laughs> well, we're going to eventually land on something that we're both pretty sure about. Here's something that I'm pretty sure about. Uh, uh, I did an episode of uh, the Unpops Daily Show, uh, not to brag, uh, about two weeks ago by the time this drops. And oh, they do it every day? Yeah. How'd yeah. they get you? Uh, <laughs> somebody's got an open schedule, baby. Uh, but in this episode, we talked a lot about rapper Post Malone. Mm. Now, you're familiar with his work. Big sure. fan. Mm-hmm. You have all his vinyl. Uh-huh. Uh, he's he's kind of a, a mess. Uh, I don't know much about his music, but I do know that within the his last— face tattoos. Yeah, but he's one of those guys. Yeah, he's got face tattoos. I like how that's still an acceptable stereotype, because just why not? <laughs> it's the last living bastion of body shaming. Yeah. I think that is acceptable is tattoos on the face yeah. only. Every mm-hmm. other, Everywhere else, we're progressive as hell about it. Like, you should be able to have your tattoos and not get fired from a job. Mm-hmm. But if it's on your face, well, like, what are you doing? Well, like swastikas and stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that muddies it up a little bit. <laughs> But uh, uh, and also, friend of the show Olivia Hydar described Post Malone as a human hemp shop. <laughs> That's kind of his vibe. Nice. Uh, and so he had all these near death experiences in the last month. Like uh, he got in a car accident. Uh, somebody robbed his ho- an old house he used to live in, thinking that he he was still there. They were screaming, "Where's Post Malone?" Does that count? I think I think it's a real missed opportunity. Yeah. Okay. That's more of it. Wrong place. Yeah. Right time. Uh, or right place, wrong time, uh, and then the uh, and then also some with his his private jet that he's got. Mm. Uh, he, the the tires were fucked up. It's and... tough. I always I always feel sympathy when I hear that phrase. Oh, his private jet had an unsafe landing. Uh-huh. Oof. Relatable content. Uh, but apparently, all this came to a head today. Uh, I saw a TMZ article. Uh, probably some other reputable places also mm-hmm. reported on it. But uh, he was uh, filmed at a haunted museum playing around with a very cursed object before all this happened. Wait, the museum's haunted? Uh, I Is think so. Yeah, it's, just, it's a regular museum. Okay. But it's haunted. Yeah, okay. Uh, no, it's. Uh, let me look it up real quick here. Uh, it's. Uh, let's see. It's the Franklin Museum. Um, that could be right. No, it's, no, it's uh, uh, Baggins or Baggins Haunted Museum in Las Vegas. So it's a tourist trap oh, kind okay. of thing. So yeah. it's not actually haunted. It's just Vegas. Yeah, it's, it's just full of, of, of semen. What happens here uh, doesn't happen from the afterworld. Right. Uh, he was uh, playing around with something called a Dybbuk box, uh, pronunciation pending. <laughs> and uh, apparently that uh, the box uh, inspired— what, he fuck it? Uh, yeah, he was playing around. Yeah, the video is very graphic. Yeah, yeah, okay. He's just slapping his dick on the side of the box. I'll do real. it. That's how they. I mean, that's what happened to all the guys who opened Tutankhamen's uh, tomb. Yeah, they were all slapping their dick. Uh, they were. They were basically uh, uh, teabagging the the sarcophagus. It, it was. A, it was a common archaeological uh, gesture at the time. <laughs> An archaeological gesture. Yeah. Uh, remember that that was some deleted scenes from Indiana Jones. I believe so. Yes. <laughs> he uh, he put his balls on the lost ark or something. Yeah. I mean, uh, that guy. How did he keep a job? Indiana Jesus Jones? Christ. Yeah. He's like I'm gonna go to Cairo for nine months. Jesus, poor TAs. Oh, God, poor TAs. Also, like, how many students do you sleep with? I mean, the t- different era, I guess. There you was know? a lot of that going on, uh, uh, implied or otherwise. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and I think there was a certain point when uh, he runs into Marion and she's like, I was just a kid. Like, oh, boy. Yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. Check, please. Wow, this guy doesn't age. Uh, <laughs> that's what I love about my sidekicks. <laughs> I keep getting older. They stay the same age. Uh, and so, yeah, he's playing around this box and people are like begging him not to. Why, uh, was, why was he allowed to touch it? Uh, I don't think he was. I think he was just doing it because cool, he's, cool. he's invincible. That type of guy, yeah. Great. Yeah. Awesome, uh, really great. He has success. Uh, oh, it's the guy. Okay, so the guy who owns the museum is somebody, the host from Ghost Adventures. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Because Zach, Zach Baggins. One of our most reputable uh, museum, museum curators. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's from the, the Zach Bra- Baggins from the Sackville Bagginses, of course. So you uh-huh. know he's a real big piece of shit. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that could, and this all happened before uh, he got in all the shit. So, I mean, there's, unless he's like, like, these are, like, you know, it's all sensationalized, and it's like, hey, look, Post Malone is cursed. Right, right. Like, you know how some rappers sell more albums after they die? Right. Can you sell more albums when you're cursed? I don't know. I, I mean, hopefully it works, because uh, in this late-stage capitalism, I think all we have left is mysticism. That's the only way we can solve these issues. <laughs> yeah, that and uh, and just, like, a sturdy, a stiff blue parrot at the bar, you know? Just yeah, like, yeah. To cool your nerves a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah, along with the other stuff you're talking about. Yeah, and about. the barrels and yeah, the yeah, possibly yeah. dead parrots. Oh, man, what a time it was. <laughs> what a time it was, and uh, speaking of times that will be, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, this is gonna be, it's definitely going to be a time of an episode. Uh-huh. Because uh, coming up after this break, we've got uh, first time on the show, mm-hmm. comedian Franklin Yee will yes. be joining us. Uh, I'm very excited to talk to him yes. about um, his mysticisms, whether uh-huh. he's afraid of barrels, oh, man. how he gets rid of a hangover. These are all reasonable barrels, questions. Barrels, all the way to the barrel top. <laughs> but, no, uh, go on, go uh, on. No, I, gotta, I, I just quit my... my uh, Day job? <laughs> <laughs> Quit my bumper sticker business. You know? oh, so I, no. I got to get them out in real time. If anybody is looking for a discount on bulk purchasing of uh, of a bunch of tr- rambling bumper stickers, <laughs> hit up Matt Brousseau at Capital City Inc on Twitter. Uh, let's get somebody to do a bit at him on Twitter instead of me. Let's do let's do that. Yeah, good luck with that, fuckers. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're gonna talk to Franklin Yee, and then a little later on in the show. We've got, uh, as we teased in the intro of this intro, uh, for, uh, Richard Tracy Morgan is joining us. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's uh, been a, been around a lot of Hollywood uh, uh, scandals, sure. b- been involved with some of them. Uh, I'm excited to see. I'm assuming he'll be at the studio. He's probably out of jail at this point. Uh, I'm excited to catch up with him, see what's going on there, uh, see what scandals are brewing, you know? Okay. Uh, so we're going to a quick break. We'll be back with more Bleak and Review with Franklin Yee after this. Coming from Hollywood, you got to go up through that part, like by the Greek and all that yeah, stuff. no matter uh, what. There's... If you're coming from the west side, you can go around it on the 405, but then you have to get on the 101 anyway. It's all it's all good stuff. <laughs> it's all real good stuff. Uh, but yeah, now that I live down the street, it's 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 much better. Uh, you feel like you're too comfortable? <laughs> I mean, I might I might be a little spoiled because I definitely, I mean, I think also I'm just tired of going to open mics in general because I've been doing comedy for like almost six years now. So I'm just like... Uh, if it's not something I can get to in five minutes, I don't know if I want to go to it. I mean, you know what you want to work out anyway, yeah. right? Yeah, you usually get a, an idea of what you want to do. And, like, I got lucky because uh, Mike just started across. Well, not just started, but uh you been to Empire Tavern yet, Franklin? Yeah, you haven't. It's right across the street from my apartment, so I just <laughs> I walk. Oh, I can walk there. It's amazing. That's every Sunday, so. You're turning into the Nicola Fun of the Valley. <laughs> yeah, there's, I mean, Valley Mike's, man. Uh, they're pretty good. We just, Nick, Nick oh, they're good. Not, do you know Nicola Fun? Oh, I don't think so. I thought you said nickel of fun. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> yeah, this Nick, is a nickel Nick, of fun quarter of pleasure. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like um, 
He's like Venice Beach Jesus, you know how Ryan Town. Oh, he's he's the West Side's answer to Valley Jesus. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. But the the thing is, it's cool. Is um, he, he runs a lot. He he runs a lot of rooms. Well, he used to run a lot of rooms in Venice. Yeah, but like he can only do rooms in Venice because he has no car. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. So you just have to make the thing that you need because yeah. you can't get to where it is already. Mm-hmm. He'll just ride his bike. If it's not, if he can't get it to you and it's bike, then <laughs> it ain't happening. Bu- he can't book it. It feels like I, I've never not had a car in L.A. for more than like a day or something, so I have no idea what people go through that don't typically just like have a car available to go places. It seems like it would be exhausting. You, you just got chill in L.A. if you have no car. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I didn't have one for three years. But yeah, that's great. I was able to find work that was always... It was always like a half you know, half hour to forty five minute bus ride, but ah, uh, forty five minute bus ride. No, I, hate, you know. I hate the bus. Oh, I, love it. I do a lot of reading on it. It's I don't mind the way. bus. I like trains more than buses. Uh huh. Yeah. Now we know. It's my hot takes. Uh, hot takes quarter with Kevin. Add it to the wiki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, after the the big canonical sweep, yeah, we got to add the back end. What my favorite? Yeah, I got to get back to the basics. Orange is my favorite color. Yes. Orange is I the new black. Born. I don't remember. All right, we'll figure it out later. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, speaking of, I don't remember, we'll figure it out later. We are back here with Bleaker Review. Uh, I remain Kevin Anderson. Hi, Kevin. You remain Matt Brousseau. Oh, great. <laughs> Canonical. Uh-huh. And uh, we're here with uh, uh, breaking off a new 50 episodes with us here. Uh, first time on the show, comedian Franklin Yee. Hello, hey, Franklin. how you guys doing? Doing all right, buddy. How are you? Doing okay, best friend. Yeah. Best friend. <laughs> that is our... That is our uh, that's, you shouldn't say that in front of Matt. That's, all right. That's, <laughs> oh, it's canonical. It is canon now. I guess we did the sweep. Uh, uh-huh. I was thinking about this earlier before I, was, before I was driving over here, Franklin, that most of the time that I see you, it's late list at Killer Mike, and I've been drinking for four hours. This is probably the soberest of our interactions we've wow. had in a while. You hide it pretty well, though. <laughs> Do I? I can't tell when you're drunk, buddy. No, no, good. You can't tell when he's sober. Uh, yeah, I can't tell when he's sober, yeah. yeah. You're still yeah. real annoying. Yeah. Uh, that's good. That's good to hear, because sometimes I feel like, because I definitely feel real bad the next day, and I go, well, I must have been a, a big nuisance. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the, you know, it's just a thing, you know, you're there from eight to midnight and then, you know, you get your Franklin Yee's, you get your Ian Rousseau's, all the late list people, they come through and oh, yeah. uh, they see me in a certain state. Mm-hmm. It's usually scrambling for cigarettes and drunk. I mean, it's not easy. You have like a million comics a night. Yeah, it's pretty exhausting. It's and pretty they, exhausting. And they're all complaining too, right? Not all of them. <laughs> The good ones are, uh, I, there's always, there's a lot of good people that come through, but there's a few people that are like, yeah, I've been here for like 20 minutes and I haven't gone up yet. Like, I've been here for four hours and I want to die. It's yeah. <laughs> kind of how that goes. Uh, uh, now, Franklin, uh, thank you for being here, first of all. Hey, it was a pleasure. We man. were talking a little bit in the intro about claustrophobia, being in barrels, <laughs> all this stuff. Do you have any, uh, uh, like over, like like deep seated fears, whether rational or irrational, that kind of like things that like people wouldn't necessarily guess about you, like things that from your childhood or from now, mm. and anything in between. I don't like knives. I don't like knives. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. yeah, that's a good one. I like that. I, I mean, don't like knives. Like I've it's been practical. cut a couple of times, pretty nasty. Was... Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. yeah, what were the circumstances? Yeah, uh, cooking, just... mugging, cooking, cooking, okay. knife, cooking. knife fight. Nice cutting lemons, you know, just like ah, it's just ah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's the lemon sets. You weren't doing the Michael Jackson beat it music video where the guys tied their arms <laughs> together and had a knife fight while their other arms were tied together. Ha, huh, that seems 
Well, you know, every gang has its initiations. <laughs> every, like, just like every rose has its thorn. So you have a fear of knives, though. I do, I like, do. Like, you, you, just seeing one upset you, or do you, like, not want to hold them? Or Like, whenever, even if I watch a movie and someone's getting, like, stabbed, like, ugh, ugh, I just feel it. You like, know, like, ugh. Like, ugh. more so than other ways that people get murdered and things? Like, guns, yeah. you're like, oh, that's fine. Yeah, guns, no problems. Knives, swords, like, like Game of Thrones. There's mm. a lot of swords mm. in there. I was like, ah. Uh... Do, do you use guns when you cook? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately not, man. I gotta carve this turkey with my my shotgun. Yeah, that would be fascinating. I'm actually not good with the gun either. Have you shot a gun before? Yeah, I have. I didn't know the power of the gun. Like it just bah, You gotta respect you the power of the gun. What kind of gun did you shoot? I shot a 45. And oh I shot fuck! A, and, a, and a rifle. Yeah. A 45 is a, that's like a Desert Eagle. That is not a that is not a that's no child's play. That's a heavy that's a heavy kickback. But like when you grow up, like watching these movies, everyone just does the guns. They do it so oh, yeah, easy. Right, yeah, right. diving like, through the air yeah. and like, and like yeah it's it's insane yeah i mean that's why I, no matter what happens i'm always prepared uh to fire safely and accurately uh, when you like during a home invasion yeah yeah I, no i've seen it <laughs> i've seen it happen in movies yeah every time somebody breaks into my house i hold my gat sideways and uh-huh. i say break yourself fool and then i shoot at him right. it's great it works every time i never miss yeah even if it's just picking stuff up <laughs> yeah who who came up with the sideway gat thing you know it doesn't even look that much cooler. It just seems more impractical. It was just like smoking. If you're shooting a gun, it's there's a level of coolness, like minimum. Yeah. So it, 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 you know, it's going to be cool if you do it sideways or not. When I when I was growing Generally. up, I always thought the coolest adults are the ones that were hanging outside of liquor stores, just like shooting a gun in the smoking air, smoking cigarettes, yeah. shooting guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that guy, that guy's got it together. They're, they're shooting their cigarettes, oh, like so they're just like I'm done with the cigarettes. So they shoot it out of their own <laughs> mouth. Yeah, I live in an anime. Mm. <laughs> uh, so you shot a 45. What, under what sort? At, at a range? At a assailant? At a range? Okay. Not at a range. At one of those like little gun things. Is, is that gun a range? range? Yeah, gun yeah, range. Yeah. 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 Apartment yeah. building. Yeah, and then my homie he had like a dirty. hair. Harry gun too, like it was just. Oh it, wow! It looked just like the dirty Harry one. It was like pop high, you know, like go ahead. And, make and he day. and he was uh, he was good at handling it. And then he was like, "You try." And then you were like, "I don't think I like guns." It was just like pow. Like, I was like, okay, <laughs> wow, wow. Like, I was I'm, I was a lot skinnier. This happened like in high school. I was like pow. You had to shoot a gun in high school. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait, your That's friend. Boy Scouts for you. <laughs> yeah, they always issue a standard issue dirty Harry gun. Mm-hmm. Wait, so your friend in high school had his own guns? Well, what happened was it was. I had a buddy, like, um, he tried to get us to join Amway in high school. <laughs> yeah. This is how most of these gun stories yeah. start. And then, like, yeah, and the, the, the dude, it was, like, an older guy. He was just trying to impress us. He had his Lexus. Hey, let's go shoot guns, blah, blah, right. blah. Oh, this guy's cool. I want to join Amway. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then, like, we, we, he, was, he would treat us the food, play pool with us. We're like, this guy's cool. Yeah. Did he like, buy you guys on. beer, like, when you were underage, too? Nah, he didn't do that. Like, far, like, okay. the, like the old priest scandals. They should have just got the kids to join Amway. Don't fuck the kids. You could, You had them. You could have joined Amway. Give him giant guns. <laughs> I, I That's know, crazy. Yeah, I don't know what the dude's problem was. Like, <laughs> you learned joining like, Amway. How are you going to join Amway in high school? <laughs> what is Amway exactly? Amway's a pyramid scam. Oh, I know that part of it. I just don't know what it actually is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, I don't think that's the harder part they, they to figure sell, out. They sell soap. They're, oh, they're okay. known for selling yeah, soap. The soap cool, thing. Because cool. I was in a, I, tr- I got into a seminar for Cutco once, oh, which man. you would have hated. I know yeah, Cutco. These are some sharp knives. Cuts a penny, right? Cuts a penny. Finally. Cuts this rope. You know, two yeah. things that you use knives for constantly is uh, chopping up money 
money and defacing it and, uh, and, <laughs> and untying handi- uh, <laughs> victims of hostage situations. Yes. Uh, did you? Uh, so you never joined Amway? I never joined Amway. Of course yeah. not. Yeah. But this guy was cool. <laughs> he was cool until like, we didn't join Amway. Right. He was not happy about it. So wait, so you were in high school. You were like, what, 15, 16, I was 17? Like 16, yeah. A lot of people then, were doing like social studies after school, and you're like, I, should I join Amway? <laughs> I didn't know. Because, you know, you don't know until they get. It's like, you know, right. when you do a timeshare, they're like, oh, yeah, right, I got right. this meeting for you. Oh, blah, the timeshare, that's always a dirty move. Wait, so how old was this guy that was trying to get you to join? He's probably like 37. Okay. Now the, the question cool. that's been plaguing my mind is, how did you get in touch with this guy? <laughs> he was he he got my home. He went to the same church as my homie. Church friends. Oh, church church. Is, <laughs> church is the original internet. Yeah, and he got us all in Amway, and then we're just doing that cult. We were like in a cult in high school, like join Amway, and then it's like. And what part of uh, the country was this in again? Growing up, North Hollywood, right here. Oh, this is out here, right here, buddy. Wow. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Wow. I guess that makes sense that church and pyramid schemes would be a little bit more intertwined out here, like. That's where Scientology was born. Right. It's, it's just really just a mashup of those two things. Right. Is yeah. a pyramid scheme yeah. meets a church. It's great. Yeah. Someone's like, what if you just cut out the part where people thought they were different? <laughs> that is true. Oh, man. And so you never joined. Uh, that guy never bought you booze, uh, but he did hang out. He would uh, take you for rides and he stuff would, like he would that. He would take us. He would take us to the gun range. He would take us to play pool stuff like that. Then... You know, he was like sweetening us up, and then like then like you know, grooming you. We he had, was grooming we had, we had the meeting. We had the meeting at his house, and we saw the you know we saw the elastic board. We're like, what's going on right here? You know, and he's yeah. like, the elastic boy, the elastic board. I mean, oh board, oh, board. I, I, I was like, Who's this yes. elastic boy? <laughs> he, was, he was already a member. I <laughs> yeah. He was he was the uh, the uh, the plant. Wait, so this guy was like doing all these things to be really cool, and he's like. Uh, now, if I could just have a moment of your time. To talk about Pretty soap. Pretty much, yeah. It's, it's like if you met Fonzie or something like that. <laughs> and then he tries to get you to join Amway right after. Like, come to my house, you know, come hang out. It's like Fonzie, you just shoot the jukebox and it would start working. <laughs> uh, this is a second question here that has to do with this. Did you ever have uh, an older person that would buy you booze in high school? Not in high school, actually. Nope, not in high school. You had someone buy you booze after you were 21. When I was like 18, like, I started, uh, okay, yeah. all my buddies were like 21 and stuff like uh, that. Oh, okay. So I was like the young young and now, all of them. But I was in a, I was in a similar thing because I, I grew up with a, a lot of my friends that were, when I was around 18 or 19, they were hitting 21, 22. But I had a separate group of friends that went to a different high school who I would occasionally hang out with them and their friends. They didn't have friends like that. And so they had a guy named Scott who they would just go, like, they had his, like, they would... Like he, they'd call him on a payphone and shit, and he'd come. He was like forty or fifty, and uh, Scott was a convicted sex offender. Oh, okay. Uh, but no, it wasn't sense. for anything weird. That's what he told us. Wow. And uh, and he would uh, like just show up at the liquor store. Mm-hmm. Like we'd be like, hey, we're at the one on this place, and he would just come in and get us stuff. And all he would do is bore us for like thirty minutes with his old old Hell's Angels stories. Uh, so that was. I was wondering if anybody else had any characters like that, or if hmm. Sacramento's weird. Well, Kevin, uh, you were you were three meetings away from joining Emway. <laughs> He was he was about to get us. He was good. He, was about, he also uh, went to jail so... one time. We tried to get him, and he was. Uh, we found out he was in jail because he got angry at a Taco Bell and threw a register on the ground. Uh, did he bring it with him? Or... <laughs> yeah. You go to jail for that? I think so. I think I think it could be like drunk in public with or something. Priors and oh, yeah, with sex offender. Yeah, yeah, there's all that stuff. Probation. Um, so you didn't. You never had. You just had like homies that would get. It. You never had a weird person. I had one homie. He he's that one homie that looked old as shit when he. But he was like the same age as us. Like he was oh, like yeah. losing his hair like 18 yeah. and stuff like that oh good and then, so like, he was just the guy going with confidence of an older person he was just like that you know how like we're all old now have you ever been like to the, like <laughs> like the like the bars and then when they see you like 
It's cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah occasionally, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, he was like that at 17, though. Wow. Like, they're just like, it's cool. And I then, had a friend like that. Mostly, it was, it was similar. He was mostly just confident, but he was also like, was just like a big dude. Like, he was just really tall and then, and like, you know, had a beard early. So, like, he just went in there and didn't even have a fake ID on him most of the time, but they would usually speak. Yeah, it's, it's, this is a gas station. Like, we're not going to be that. We don't care that much. Uh, did you ever have a fake ID? I never had a fake ID. Um, I always saw it in the movies, but like, <laughs> but none of my buddies had fake IDs. They they always got IDs from like, like if they had like a brother or cousin yeah. that looked like them, they'll get it from them. But we never like the fake ID guy. Like you seen the, oh like, yeah, you know, like a real one that somebody like made and charged you money for. Yeah, yeah like McLovin. You know, there was never that. You know, there's no Mc. Everybody no wanted to be that so bad in high school because I was in high school mm. when that movie came out. So that was like we were. That's when we were like, dude, we got to drink. We got to go get <laughs> beer from places. That'd we gotta be, be cool. weird and then cool. <laughs> yeah, and then like really aggressively sexual, yeah, but also yeah. like frail and nerdy and hanging out with cops. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Matt, do you ever have a fake ID? Nope. Not even uh, like a someone else's? Nope. Okay, he's a uh, statute of limitations. That's it. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> no, uh, when, I was, uh, when I was, after I graduated high school, I went back and I was coaching uh, the high school hockey team. But I, and uh, I was an assistant coach. And after the games and practices, we'd, I'd go out drinking with the coaches. And there was, we'd just go to our local neighborhood bar. And the first time I was there... They just ordered beers and then brought them to me. And then every time I went with them after, no one said anything. Oh, so oh, you're a regular. Yeah. yeah. You got yeah. grandfathered in, basically. basically. Well, we sold right you alcohol before. So yeah. if we ID you now and it's not true, right. then we're really, we're really going to have to dig out of a hole. Also, uh, two of the coaches were cops. Who boy? Wow. Yeah. 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 Cool cops right yeah. there. Yeah. Well, cool yeah, they, were, they were until I was arrested for underage possession of alcohol. And then uh, one of them said, I had no idea. When they play good cop, uh, uh, forgetful cop. Yes, yes. Good, <laughs> That's what they did, right? Good, uh, yeah. The old game. Good cop, beer, bind cop. I, uh, I had uh, my brother's ID for a while, which worked because he was about my height and we looked you know, close enough in age. But I, before that, I had my friend Josh's ID. Nice, dude. Who, dude, it was pretty tight. Uh, and he was, I was pretty much always six foot ever since I've been like 17, basically. I haven't been shorter than this for a while. Whoa. And his ID was, said he was 5'3". <laughs> Or 5'4", maybe. And uh, most people never look at that, right. but there was one uh, one bar that for sure was just like, yeah, you're not 5'3". Or it was a club in Santa Cruz, a uh, music venue, and they just took it out, and I had to go stand in the 18-year-old line. Wow. <laughs> that was a real—all my friends with their wow. fake IDs got in, and I had to go to the 18-year-old <laughs> line, and I felt like such a child. Yeah. It was real bad. Good yeah, show, though. Especially as you're six feet tall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't just say, uh, grew? Grew? I grew. Oh, yeah, it's big. Yeah, I had a growth spurt and I and uh, and nose reconstruction and a lot of other stuff. You didn't try to make a scene like, do you know who I am? <laughs> oh, I've only had the balls to yeah, do that. I know. I, I I barely stand up for myself when it's warranted. I don't think <laughs> I can do it. I don't think I can do it when I'm completely in the wrong. <laughs> do, do you guys ever have friends that like just stole the beer? Like... I knew a guy in that same group with the child molester. Uh, well, actually, I'm extrapolating. Sex offender. I don't know if he molested a right, child. Right, Kevin. Come on. There was a guy. Oh, Matt, he dropped a beer on his. I was dick. just really excited about the sex. <laughs> he just wanted to get his dick wet. Uh, so he nice. spilled a beer on it. Nice. Uh, yeah, I did this guy. I think his name was like JD or something. And he would, <laughs> dude. Yeah, these are all very Sacramento names. He would just like take the two thirty racks uh, from Safeway under his arms and just sprint out. Like he wasn't even sly about it. Was he all. the fastest one in the group? No, he's the dumbest one. I think. Oh, okay. The one that would could be convinced to do that. Uh, I never, I never stole anything that anything that big. Uh, do you ever steal anything? That was actually one of the questions I prepped was what is, uh, <laughs> what is, no, to say like, what is, uh, like something that you like, one of your biggest, like, 
things that you've lied about, which can be extrapolated. You should start stealing. pulling out a form. And when they did you ask, did you steal anything? They say no. Then you check a box. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just I'm just making case files <laughs> yeah. for all of our guests. Uh, have you stolen anything before? Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, I was a kid. Um, uh, let's see. I used to just like take change from my brother's like piggy banks and stuff like that. Okay. Oh, that's how you started. Yeah, because so, the ice cream truck would come all the time and yeah, had no money for ice cream. <laughs> this is truck. a very adorable crime yeah, you're uh, describing. So I would just yeah. be pinching like his like his things, pinching you know? his pennies. You were yeah, literally yeah, a penny yeah. pincher. Yeah, episode <laughs> well, twelve, leave it a beaver. Well, but I was taking like all the quarters and stuff. Like that. I would just like pour it out and I would take the like the silver stuff and I'm like, okay. And that was before Coinstar too. Yeah. True that. that was, true that. <laughs> That was just for uh, ice cream and the like, and uh, maybe vending machines, uh, uh, pay phones. You're making a lot of calls, mm, probably. Yeah, pay phones, yeah. Uh, so you've never, it's not, nothing bigger than that, just stealing from your brother's, uh, his petty cash. His petty cash, the change. You never stole it from, like, a Walmart? Because that always feels good. Nah, maybe, like, Magic Mountain, like, when I was, like, a kid. Like, <laughs> Whoa. We, we, stole, we would steal, like, like keychains or, like, hats and stuff like that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, my buddy... That I was stealing with got caught that day. Really? And then I was like, okay. What they do? They take him to. I know there's Disney jail at Disneyland. What's yeah. it? Magic Mountain? Six Flags jail? Hey. Pretty much. It was a Six Flags jail. <laughs> so they're just playing that Bingo Boys song all the time. <laughs> we like to party. It's just that old man dancing. Oh, yeah. He's the warden. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember, though. Yeah. How did he get caught and you avoided uh, being caught? Were you better at stealing than him? Or is he like? We, is he... he just got caught. Like I remember the undercover guy. Like we went. It was my buddy. It was my buddy Sammy Halo. Me and Sammy, Sammy Halo. Sammy Halo. <laughs> is this guy a gangbanger or something? Uh, that is a really cool Sammy. name. That is a cool name. I would buy Amway from oh, that guy. Church. church. That is yeah, a convincing name. Yeah. Sammy Halo. Hey, come over here. Buy these knives. They cut the rope. You want? You want some keychains? I got them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was like the nineties, you know, stealing was cool and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, so yep. seven yeah. it was me, Sammy Halo, and his brother a deer. A deer? A deer halo, yes. Jesus. He <laughs> grew up with some cool ass yeah. people. And uh so he got caught uh by you said an undercover? He got caught by an undercover. It was funny because like he was talking to his brother a deer in like a Hebrew. Okay, okay. And then the, talking he, about stealing in yeah. Hebrew. Oh, that's smart. His that's brother's smart. like, in Hebrew, like, give me that keychain, you know? Oh, wow. Like, hey, I want that one. And he's like, which one? No, no, two to the left of and that. And then the, the, the cop dressed up as their their most famous Hasidic Jewish character. <laughs> <laughs> standing there. We like Shalom. I don't know. I can't think of it. Yeah, because the Big thing is, is like, you, you can pocket the things, but as soon as you leave the establishment, that's when it's stealing. You know? Right, right. You can walk <laughs> you can pocket as long I'm going to come back it. and pay for this in six hours. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's interesting. So, like, basically, you didn't know that he got seen. And then by the time, like, you guys ready to leave that's when he got accosted as soon as we left the thing i i lost him i couldn't find him in sammy and a deer i was like where the hell are they the halos got got the halos got caught you know wow that's crazy uh what what happened to them like they probably just called their parents well the thing was a deer was like 18 or something like at the time okay so he could be tried as he vouched so he vouched for sammy's the only one that got caught but the thing is a deer was talking in in hebrew right like he vouched for it, and then they're cool. They just like it was the stuff, and then they they made Sammy sign a contract. He was banned from Magic Mountain for like two years or something. Oh, only like two years! Wow, yeah, that's not that's bad. Cool. And that's it for a free keychain. Well, an almost free keychain. Yeah. Hats though. You say you took some hats. That it's seems a, trickier. It looks like a Marvin the Martian hat. We took those. <laughs> we're, we're 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 stealing the whole day. We're stealing from like eight a.m. to like well, we got it, caught at six. <laughs> Sammy got caught at six. You had you had a whole uh, a whole uh, like regular day at the office shift of, of stealing. Right, right. And at that age. Uh, uh, it's not even about getting the thing. It's just the thrill of stealing. I is think all so. it is. That's yeah. I used to do that because I would just 
Like, I would buy my groceries, but I would also, like, steal batteries at the same time. It's like, hey, I didn't pay for everything. That was kind of cool. And uh, it's real lame now, but, like, at the time, it's just like, hey, it's a little rush, and I could see that being the thing. So it's like, keychains, like... What what is this worth getting caught over? No, it's just fun. It's about stealing. It's just like uh, like little things. We just, uh, all the shit we stole is worthless. Except, those guys. <laughs> except those guys for that are, money you took yeah. from your brother. <laughs> that was worth uh, dollars and cents, my dear boy. It was till he beat me up. Oh no! Oh, okay. oh yeah! Like I woke up and it was like a Debo moment. I just woke up and he's like. He just like looked at me, and I was like, "Oh." He had t- he had two other guys hold a sheet over you on the bed, and he beat you with a sock full of uh, uh, Amway soap. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. That's well, crazy. Or the nickels he had left. Oh uh, yeah, sock full of nickels. That's tough. Mm-hmm. I've heard uh, that if you hold a roll of quarters in your fist while you punch, it's uh, not actually. It actually makes your hand more likely to break. Is that true? That does make sense. Frankly, you sound like a hardened street uh, street man. You probably know about punching with nickels. I think if you punch somebody with like a roll of, like quarters with nickels. Wouldn't just the package just break? Mm. Probably. Probably. It would be an efficient way of opening it. I, I would say, yeah, that's how I open yeah. all of it. Yeah. It would like, spill yeah. everywhere. It would punch your wall. You ever get in? Uh, you ever get in scraps? You ever get in fights besides your brother beating you up over petty cash? Uh, almost. Not really, though. Not really. Um, nah. I always had like people protect me. So really, because I always hung out with older people. I can relate to that similarly. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a big brother, little brother thing, so they always took care of me. And then people would know that, like, oh, well, he's got, like, bigger, like, older friends, and so they wouldn't fuck with you. Yeah, my my friends were pretty... They're pretty crazy, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah am I? Not, so. not, not, that cra- not that crazy where they'll shoot you, but they're, like, in the middle. <laughs> Some of them have dirty, hairy guns. Somewhere so. between not yeah. shooting and shooting. Yeah, they're, they're always in the middle. Like, they're always down, but when it came to a gun, they're like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> So you've pretty much been in this area your whole life, then? Yeah, 30 cool. years. Yeah. It's very rare that you meet somebody that's from here, uh, especially in the arts and mm, entertainments. Yeah. It's, uh, it's always fun. Uh, would you say that uh, living in L.A. your whole life... Uh, do you get bitter about people that come here and then like talk shit about Los it? Feliz? Yeah, say Los Feliz or uh, no. like people come here and immediately start talking shit about it. It's like you moved here. What the fuck? Like nah, you don't really. care about it. Uh, You're pretty even keeled guy. Because I lived in the valley, you know. If That's I li- true. If I lived in the city, valley in the city is a whole difference. You know, I live in the mm-hmm. suburbs. You know. Yeah, it's it's you can park places. You, you get less places. angry. For easy freeway oh, yeah. access. Uh-huh. This is all just travel advice for our listeners. Uh-huh. If you want to come uh, somewhere in LA, park in the valley. Park in the valley. Take and a then bus <laughs> into the city. <laughs> take a bus, and we go to Matt for which bus is best to take. Oh, I don't know anything about the valley buses. Ah, uh, uh, fucking that elitist. Oh, <laughs> uh, they're the worst buses, man. Yeah. Valley buses are bad buses. Yeah, I took the. Uh, take the Santa Monica bus. It goes everywhere. I took the, I believe it was the red line or the orange line from oh, wow. uh, from North Hollywood into the to the El Capitan Theater on Hollywood Boulevard, and it's the just, red line. Yeah, that's the red line. Yeah, and just imagining myself as like a tourist, like emerging from that tunnel and then just mm. seeing all of Hollywood Boulevard all at once. I feel like it's got to be exhausting, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, like do you guys even hang out at Hollywood? No, Boulevard? oh no, no, no. That's I, the. That's I used like to the, have to. Right? You used to have to? Well, when I say it like that, it sounds like I was... He was, uh, I was horrible. He had a really good Spider-Man outfit. You have a fuck would Superman? <laughs> <laughs> Superman, but I got a rock-hard dick. And there's that guy that just flexes for people. Oh, yeah, I've seen him. He yeah. was there uh, rolling a basketball on his head. Okay. He does, he's added that okay, to the mix. Okay, great. He's, he can't flex as much as he used to. But when you say that you have to be there, though, what Well, because I would... I would um, when I was working at uh, K-Rock and the, this gym on Fairfax, mm. and I lived downtown, I could take the the Venice bus, or I could hop in, uh, take the red line up to Hollywood, 
and then take the the Fairfax so you bus were, down. You, it was part of your commute. Yeah. Okay. And so, so you get out to... there every day and see these fucking idiots. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and sometimes I, from there I'd walk to Marty's, which is now that's the tour you should give people <laughs> for, to see what it's really like. Yeah, Franklin, you frequented Marty's for a while, right? Oh yeah, that was the first open mic I ever went to in my uh, life. Tell us, I think we've talked wow. about it on this podcast before. But wait, first open mic, the first time you ever tried comedy was at Marty's? No, no. Oh, okay. First time I ever done open mic, like. I, I I took a class. At you Flappers. did book shows before. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, originally, I took a class. I took oh, a class. I know? got you. Yeah, I, I took did. the easy way out, and then I, and then I, I thought comedy was great. I was like, oh my god, well, this is easy. Go All these supportive people. This is pretty easy. Yeah, I, <laughs> you went to parties because we had a packed show, and then there's like this one guy that wasn't in my class. He was like some hairstylist, some, some gay hairstylist, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, he was. But he like, gay hair. The, the, the thing is, was like, I was like, he wasn't in our class, but he he brought like 20 to 30 people. Oh, shit. So I was like, no wonder. He, he packed he, it out. Yeah, yeah, he packed it out. I didn't understand the game back then, you know. Did he tell you to go to Marty's? Was he the guy that recommended it? Nah, Bad, bad Silva, I think. Bad Slava or something? Oh, yeah, oh, Bad Slava, yeah. yeah that's, that's, uh, the when, other... I, when I was in Chicago, that was, the, that was the Comedy Mike website. So when I came here, I looked there. Marty's was one of those. And then there was every single post had 12 paragraphs from Adelston Fitzgerald, holder of the first. Oh, man. Describing I'm... his ideas on comedy using words that no one cares for. He's an eccentric. He is a character. Yes. Oh, yes. man. Uh, for the listeners, uh, Franklin, since you uh, are very versed in that, why don't you briefly describe what Marty's is? And uh, just like like why it's so weird that like I was a f- like surprised that was your first open mic. Marty's is like um, it's it's an open mic. Yeah, with no people. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely part of it. But it's in like a house. It's a guy's house, basically. It's it's they rent rooms in there. You yeah, know? yeah, it's kind of like a workspace that they rent rooms to comedians yeah. out of. They yeah. rent rooms, um, but it's built like a house. Like it feels like a unfurnished house that you could like look at because there's like yeah, a yeah, bunch yeah, of yeah. rooms that furniture could conceivably be in, mm-hmm. but it's not. It, it could also be like people you would expect to see people sitting against the wall doing drugs, which like, I have seen. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They have their the other thing, it's like Marty's is like I, I call it the dungeon, you know. It really has a very dungeon esque dungeon look, you know. You go in there and all light that you remember from the outside is immediately gone. If you make it out of the dungeon, you're gonna be a great yeah. comic. You're gonna be fantastic. Literally start from the bottom now you're yeah. here. <laughs> if you're stuck in the dungeon, you're fucked, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that, well the the first time I went there, there was actually like four or five people in the audience and everybody went up and you know, and said stayed. And the first guy I saw, I don't remember who the fuck he was, but he went on stage and he just smoked a joint the entire time. And I was like, oh, this is great. And then every time I went after that, there was no one. Or yeah. there was no, like, But the people I met there who I still see, there's a certain respect for like, oh, yeah, I, we, like, I know you from Mars. It's like being in the same unit in a war. Like, kind of. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, we were all in the 31st. And, uh, yeah, boy, we saw some dark shit, but it made us stronger friends. Because right, of right. It. We lost an entire town. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of losing an entire town, uh, we got to go to a quick break. We just <laughs> okay. lost Boise, everybody. Uh, uh, Franklin, you can stick around, right? Yeah, of course. Cool, because we got an old, uh, old friend. I mean, you're new to the show, but we got an old friend of the show stopping by here. Uh, he's uh, he's an interesting guy. He's, he's been around the Hollywood for a while. You guys could probably relate on that. He's oh, been yeah. Oh, yeah. part of the, the entertainment industry for a long time in very odd, uh, odd ways. Richard Tracy Morgan is going to be here. Richard Tracy Morgan! <laughs> you heard of this guy? I've, I've heard it. He's the legend, right? He's he's he's, he's on a lot of dark web like uh, stuff. He's out there. Uh, he's going to come by. I just got word that he did make it to the studio, so we're going to go a quick break. Yikes. We'll be back with more Bleak and Review with Franklin Yee and Richard Tracy Morgan yeah. after this. It's amazing. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, having a good old time here on Bleak and Review, everybody. We are back officially from that musical interlude. Uh, I remain Kevin Anderson. That's Matt Brousseau. Yep. We're here with uh, esteemed first-time guest of the show, Franklin Yee, uh, noted penny pincher. Uh, and uh, we're here with uh, an old friend of the show, uh, one that we haven't spoken to in person in quite friend? some time. Uh in the show business term, oh, okay. sure, sure. Uh, we've we spoke on the phone briefly around episode 100, uh-huh. uh, but we have not seen this man. You look good, I will say. Uh, Richard Tracy Morgan. Woo-hoo! Richard Tracy Morgan, please call me Dick Tracy Morgan. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that part. <laughs> yeah. Matt, you look great. <laughs> Thank you, Richard. You're wonderful. Great You're glowing. You. Are you oh. pregnant? That's how good you look. <laughs> oh, I feel it. Kevin, you look pregnant in the sense that people say it when they're trying to be mean. <laughs> Franklin, it's nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you, too. <laughs> that was great. Uh, yeah, Franklin, you have not met Richard before. Uh, uh, but you said you'd heard, uh, heard uh, maybe uh, whispers of him. You've heard about him. Heard the legend. Uh, the, the man, the myth himself. Uh, now, Richard, I believe last time we spoke to you, you were incarcerated. Mm-hmm. Something to do with O.J. Simpson? Who can say? I, <laughs> I, I was hoping you. Certainly not me. Uh, so, I mean, the cannon has been wiped, so it's uh-huh. all good. Uh, but you're out now. You're That's looking right. pretty good. You got a cool, a cool jacket on. That's right. I've been, uh, I've been dead. Uh, what? Well, legally and uh, also literally. <laughs> legally and literally, you were deceased. Deceased. That's correct. Which uh, one came first? Uh, well, I was faking my death uh, <laughs> on account of some things that, if I remember, I'll get into. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That was a nice tease. But then also, it. I actually died. And uh, so during your faking of the death, you actually were deceased. Uh, how long were you dead? Up until recently. <laughs> Up until re- like today? Uh, what's time? Who's even to say? who's to say? I mean, it's about it's about a, a seven thirty-five in the p.m. Well, I've been long enough to see this uh, this uh, the, what do you call him? Uh, Television show. I guess who uh, needs him? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah Donald right? Trump. You yes. don't like that guy, right? I know my audience. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say you don't like him because it seems like you would like him. No, we go back away. Okay. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Franklin, for for your uh, he's uh, Richard here has uh, he's a man of a certain age, uh, and he's he's been around uh, since I mean at least since the sixties. At least the sixties. We've agreed on yeah, that. <laughs> that is canon. I gotta oh, ask this: since we wiped the canon, does that mean I need to go back and tell my whole story about? No, no, no. I'm just giving him a brief <laughs> overview. I we don't have to retell this. We don't have two hours, uh, but maybe just like bullet point it. I don't remember. (laughs) That's part of the death. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, I imagine there's some definitely some brain damage or memory loss. Sure, sure. It's tough to say for me or doctors that have inspected me, but uh, I was dead, as I was saying. I don't remember how or why. Um, You don't know how it happened. But that's how most people die. You know, you're just going to slip off. Uh, Get ready for that. (laughs) One day day you're like, hey, I'll get in this barrel. And the next thing you know, you know, I don't know what's coming. uh, Much like the... Skeletons in the closet of Ryan Seacrest. I was <laughs> resurrected, only to be forgotten and ignored by the American public. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! That's a good burn on Ryan Seacrest. Right on Emmy night too. Thank oh, you. Yeah. I had seven years of death to think about it. <laughs> so you were dead for seven years. That's Who what they tell. That's what they told. That's what the doctors probably told you. They were like, "Hey, you're." And you were. Were you? Was there a? Was this like a Frankenstein's monster situation? Were there lightning bolts coming into you that reanimated you? Because I was going to say, you look good for what's a body that's been dead for seven I years. I don't know. I just I woke up. There was a guy standing there, and he said, this is the piss tape. And then he ran off. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really? Just some guy. 
Uh, yeah, he was in a coat. <laughs> he was a coat? No, he was in a coat. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. Oh, what? damn. It wasn't a disembodied coat. That would be ridiculous, guy. Yeah, no, we, that's crazy. We, we are what we wear. <laughs> uh, so so he, you immediately were like, oh, I got seven years. What's going on? Piss tape. Donald Trump's president. You're now living in this reality. Uh, and and how do you, and you say you don't feel you don't like that guy even though you guys go back? I don't like that guy. Yeah, we go back. I'm actually the reason he became president. I don't know if you guys wow. know that. Really? Yeah, people don't know this about me. It's uh, <laughs> back in the '80s we had some troubles. Right, right. The troubles. Yeah. Uh, we, he was with a, a woman of the night, as you might say, oh, or, yes. or a hooker, if you prefer. Woman who, of the night. Who, who <laughs> Maybe hooer. Oh, I would never say that, but if you want to be a sexist, go right ahead, Kevin. I forgot how you do that to doesn't, me. Doesn't surprise me that's the word you'd use. I was trying to, just trying to speak your language. Long story short, she was a professional prostitute, not one of the amateur types. Right, right. She's, she was good. She'd been through the ringer. And she played one of the classic tricks that hookers would pull. Yeah, so she was peeing on this guy, Donald Trump, the mm-hmm. president. You've heard of him. Mm-hmm. This guy. Mm-hmm. This coat. And uh, we did a little switcheroo, and I went in there and peed on him. You guys oh. know how hookers are. Sure, sure. <laughs> You did the old, uh, yeah, I mean, it was dark in there. He didn't know. And then later, when he got the tape and he was, you know, rubbing one out to it, he sees me in there peeing on him. He comes and tracks me down. Hmm? And I say, I'll see you in space, motherfucker. Whoa. And so I put myself in a barrel and I launch myself into space. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Good. This is a lot of stuff happening, like, right away. Because I, like I assumed, it. you know, this guy was going to go to space. No, yeah. no, no chance. Mm-hmm. No, no chance at all. So he spends 30 years uh, working his way into the American political scheme. Yes. Gets, going on reality shows. Gets elected. Wrestling in the ring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And gets announces elected. the Space Force. And there I am, kaput. Yeah. You know, I got to come back from space. Oh, he was all, wow. his whole reason for running and becoming the the, the executor-in-chief, as it were, mm-hmm. uh, is to get back at you because you pissed on him. Yeah, does that was that a satisfying story? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, not as satisfying as that piss probably felt. You know what I'm saying? Golden showers, right? That's what they're called, That's right? what they're called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they called him that back in the 80s, but... Now, back in the 80s, we called it a number two. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We really flipped the script on yeah. that. Yeah, because that's shitting now. Number one was just going to piss. Number two was pissing on a person. Mm. Number three was a big old dump. <laughs> what was uh, four through seven? I know that it went to seven, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> number four <laughs> was hawking a loogie yeah. on Newt Gingrich. Uh, <laughs> I, wish, I wish more people had done that. Number five was washing your hands, but you didn't hear about that so much. Yeah. <laughs> Not number, as much as Hawking a Lugia do Gigrit. Number six was a blood transfusion with Rock Hudson. <laughs> I think it's very specific. Well, I think I've seen that film. And uh, number lucky, seven lucky was number a sneeze. Seven. A sneeze, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So they definitely oscillate in terms of severity. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a rolling number. number well, it was more of a thing of who, who came up with it when than a. Uh, Common use sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. A reappropriation. Otherwise, Rock Hudson would have been number two. <laughs> I love it. It was it. very popular. Uh, so, so you what happened? But what you said, you got caught in space. Like what happened? You were up there in this barrel for a while. It sounds like. What did they do when they came up and uh, they nabbed you? Well, I came back down at some point, but in the in, in the eighties, because how, how long can you spend in space? Mm-hmm. I ate, you know, my forty tubes Wait. of toothpaste that I brought up there. Wait, I ran out of food and I came back down. You came back down in the eighties. Yeah, I've done other stuff since then. We've talked about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, show. I've done other show before. Sure. No, you're oh, right. look up, sure. friend of the show. <laughs> I thought, I thought. Is he a real friend? Because he's kind of mean to us. Fuck you. Kick rocks. <laughs> oh, there it is. That's the one. Kick well, rocks, baby. So did, but Trump probably didn't know that you had come back. That's why he created no, Space Force. No, he's a fucking idiot. What are you going to do? Uh, mm-hmm. So have you have you run into him since then? Yeah, I actually work in the White House now. Whoa. <laughs> 
Whoa, you really buried the lead with all this being dead for seven years, which also we need to talk about because you've been on the show in the last seven years many times. I don't this, know. I don't know. How long have we been doing this show? Three. Okay. Uh, three okay. years. So that's... <laughs> Uh, you know, who's to say? Who's to say? <laughs> who's to say? Oh, man. But uh, so you're in the White House. That's a, that's a big – That's you've never been heavily involved in politics. It's usually the entertainment industry. But obviously those lines are blurred. Thank right. you, Robin you know, Thicke. These things sort of go together. Uh, Robin Thicke. Uh, Good friend? I don't know him. I was dead uh, when that song <laughs> was popular. Alan Thicke, though. You're probably familiar. Alan Thicke. I yeah. love the guy. Yeah, he wrote great theme songs. We used to do cocaine off each other's ass. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's not same, easy. At the same time? Yeah, it was, a, it was a gymnastic feat. I actually almost got on the U.S. gymnastic team in 1984, but they said I couldn't. That's it? Full stop? <laughs> they said I couldn't. Yep. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. They were just like, I'm sorry, you can't. <laughs> they said, nope. Okay, cool. They, they said we have to set up a system where we are of abuse, and I don't think you could take it. <laughs> this guy, Dr. Larry Massa, said, uh, <laughs> "There's only room in this town for the one of us." Oh yeah. I, yeah. Said, I don't know what that means, but I pieced off and left out. Did he run you out of town on a rail? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. That's an old. What thing. does that make? That's that doesn't make sense. I guess it does. It. Alan, it's an Alan Thick thing. Because they did the cocaine together. <laughs> sure. I was thinking no. cowboys, but yeah. it's fine. Frank, how are you feeling? I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> There's a lot of information all this at once. Just, I agree. I'm a little overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, did you know that Alan Thick passed away recently? Mm, that's true. Yeah. You've been dead for seven years. <laughs> I did know that. I'm actually always up to date on the latest passings <laughs> of Hollywood celebrities. I'm actually... Uh, I'll come back to it. <laughs> That's a good we got a lot, good of, a lot of teases for something that I'm not sure we're going to get to. Uh, but you were aware of Alan Thicke's passing. That's correct. Did you go to the funeral? No. You were I, not invited. I'm actually uh, banned from American cemeteries. All of oh, them. Oh, jeez. Whoa. That's crazy. That's a, that's a lot of ground that you can't yeah, walk on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, back in the 90s. Ah, we remember them. Yeah. When Neil Armstrong died. I think this. I mean, that checks out for me. When Neil Armstrong died, I went to his cemetery uh, in Arlington, Texas. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Love and uh, <laughs> teabagged him. It's a, it's a common archaeological yes. uh, gesture. gesture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, you got to teabag uh, the but dead. But apparently, I was in Washington D.C. and I got shot by a sniper from the military and Whoa. they said no more cemeteries for you buddy <laughs> Wait, so, so this is not a lethal hit for all you teabag and cemetery goers out there make sure you're not in an army cemetery with guns around yeah uh, that's a good idea yeah yeah <laughs> that's Richard Tracy Morgan's tip number one for the day <laughs> oh good and you had this is there is one through seven that we have to go through but we'll get to all of them sure certainly I have no doubt I'll come <laughs> uh, so yeah I don't think you weren't, go, weren't allowed to go to that must have been tough uh and then, uh, but you 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 made a jump from the entertainment industry into the White House. Yeah, there was a short interlude. Uh, of course, I went to Broadway. You guys have yes. heard of it? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, the Great White Way. And not not just the street in Santa Monica, California. Oh, that's some fun. that's local humor. I like. Thank that. you. That's good. People that's... love Los Angeles streets, <laughs> yeah. although technically it's in Santa Monica, not Los Angeles. Two separate municipalities. <laughs> I mean, they love it as much as I love the four hundred five uh, rush hour. Different oh. tax structures and everything. <laughs> so. I went to Broadway. You guys heard I was dead before, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I years. get there, and they got this thing. You might have heard of it. Uh-huh. Hamilton. Oh, yeah. You guys oh, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got this play out there, this so-called musical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. With an all-non-white cast <laughs> right. playing what I have to assume, mostly white people. Yeah, they, I were, said, they were in whiteface. Okay, I could get on board with this. Yeah. So I pitched them. 
an all-white production of The Music Man. And they said, it's been done. <laughs> so they said, you can't. So I pitched them an all-white production of My Fair Lady. They said, it's been done. So I said, okay, fine. You put my back against the wall. Yeah. I pitched them an all-white production of Spider-Man Into the Dark. They oh. said, that's definitely been done. Yeah. I yeah. went down the list of a hundred different musicals. Every one that's ever been done. I kid you not. So finally, so Spider Man okay. was number three, though, that you uh, went with? <laughs> I, yeah, well, you gotta go in order to populate it. Yeah, commercial yeah, and critical course. success. U2 uh, relatability, yeah. So finally, I say, okay, fine. You, you, you've, you've ousted all my opportunities here, Kick Rocks. I'll come up with one. So I, uh, I staged an all white uh, musical version of A Raisin in the Sun. Uh, <laughs> that was at the bottom of the list. <laughs> How the, how was that received? A massive critical and commercial failure. Oh, but it turns yeah. out Broadway is a great way for uh, New York billionaires to launder their money through. Uh, right. So I met everyone who now works in the the Trump White House. Oh, okay. You got you got to meet your political connections through their money laundering of your musical. That's correct. That is. I mean, that that's the least shocking thing you've said this whole time. Money laundering through yeah. musical. Are you yeah. familiar, could you imagine such a thing, Franklin? I can't. I mean, <laughs> I seen Breaking Bad with the chicken place. Yeah. A musical. Mm. That is brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. I came up with it. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey. that sounds like a Richard Tracy Morgan. It's, it's the nature of the poem. So you know. <laughs> Crusted and sugar, and sugared over like a syrupy sweet. So it's uh, it's, it's real. What it, the fuck you thought? <laughs> <laughs> so you met uh, you met uh, presumably maybe like I don't know uh, sessions. Yeah, or, I met uh, globalist cuck Gary Cohn. Oh, yeah, get him. Globalist cuck Jared Kushner. <laughs> globalist cuck. Barry Manilow. Uh, Whoa, Manilow was he in the White House or was he just at the show? He's just around and nobody likes him. <laughs> he's just a he's just a real big theater hound. He's like, man, the and more like, shut the fuck up, you motherfucker. Ah, yes. <laughs> that is the common heckle that Barry Manilow gets. Yep. Yep. Uh, and so you're there. What is your role in the White House? What? Uh, how are you serving the White House in your capacity? I am. Uh... Oh boy, what is my role? <laughs> well, uh, uh, we had a guest. Let me describe on. what I do, and okay. then you okay. tell me what I. Cause well, interpret. It's actually it's much like a startup. I don't know if you guys are aware of tech firms these days, but it's yeah. very flat hierarchy in terms. What I mean by that is that everyone's looking out for themselves. No one's working together, and nothing gets done. Mm, very nice. <laughs> I'm familiar. Yeah, but everyone in Silicon Valley Valley jerks us off. So yeah, I uh, decide what laws are going to get made. Okay, uh, who we're going to prosecute. Uh, what contracts we're going to give out for for business, etc., mm-hmm. and then decide who gets hired and fired. I make the speeches on yeah. the TV. Oh, wait, okay. This is getting. More I and more. sign the bills once they get voted on. <laughs> if there's a bill we want to veto, I veto it. I'm getting a more of an idea, but keep going. I ride in the Air Force One. <laughs> That's part of your job description. <laughs> Commuter. By, by by order of the Constitution, I'm the commander in chief mm. of wow. the army and military, etc. Industrial <laughs> as, they, as they write they, they, as they write in the Constitution, etc. They wrote old back then. It, the, 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 you guys it's remember phrase. the Constitution starts off by the power of the people kicks rocks. You British motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the president. I wouldn't say that. You wouldn't. No, 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 no. You wouldn't. No, you're just the no, guy on no. TV. No, I, uh, I, the, the, I let that guy, you know, uh, make his d- dumb little words, and then I, I say what's what's real to the people through my YouTube channel. 
<laughs> this is a multimedia experience. The Young Turks. <laughs> the Rod Stewart song. If you've ever watched The Young Turks, and I know you haven't, you'll know that I'm on there. <laughs> So wait, okay. I need to. We need to back up just a just a skosh, if that's okay. Correct. I just want to make sure. Okay, so you are essentially acting as president. You're not the guy on TV, or you are the guy on TV. Not the guy on TV. I guess technically. <laughs> okay. And I so, guess they technically don't sign the bills, right? Or get a paycheck from the White House. Okay, now you're really backpedaling. I tweet at the guy. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> is what I'm saying. But from inside the White House. But I feel like I'm affecting policy. Because <laughs> he's armchair. doing a lot of what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truest thing you've said uh-huh. so far. So you really, you really, uh, you you are armchair quarterbacking this administration, essentially. Okay. That's correct, and it's, it's I a sports. Say, I gotta say, it's it's paying off because uh, I run a small construction business down south. You got a lot of stuff going on this episode. Well, I'm an entrepreneur, <laughs> and uh, we were getting into building houses. Franklin, you know houses. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I get a call from the governor. <laughs> And they say, hey, what do you know about building walls? Uh, there you and go. And they said, yeah. okay, one wall, two wall, three wall, four walls, that's going to cost you. And they said, no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 we just want the one. And they said, I can give you a discount. Oh, yeah. And then you they said, they were just living in an open, uh, against a wall. It was the house they wanted built. Hey, the customer's never wrong, am that's I right? True. That's Unless true. they are, then kick rocks. <laughs> ah, that's good. Cover like your base. Catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, you all remember from episode 14. Uh, Go back and listen to the other ones, the good. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, I mean, this is content. I'll say that much. Tell uh, you what, one thing you can't say about this <laughs> you, you can't say that you can't download it onto your phone <laughs> because you can. I so, promise you that, Kevin. <laughs> You can't deny me that. Well, I, I never would. I never Maybe would. some of the SoundClouds. I don't know if they're uh, set to download. Yeah, you gotta have yeah. the app. You have to have yeah. the SoundCloud app. Yeah. So you know, a sponsor for this episode. <laughs> so sorry. Fuck off. Oh uh, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, so okay. What was so, I saying? Yeah, I got a construction thing. You want to cut me off? Go ahead. <laughs> nah, <I'm laughs> I'm gonna keep the going. one time someone asked me to do it. I didn't do it. That's ridiculous. I was just oh, saying man. you were commissioned to build the wall, and right, you took, right, the, right, you right, took right, it for you gave him a discount. So I I bought some. I don't know, wood. Uh, turns start. out, not enough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then they came back to us and they say, uh, this wall we're building. Uh, you know anything about fences? I said, yeah, sure, I know a fence. We're going to build a fence for some animals or something like that. And they said, yeah, what? a real big cage. We're going to build a series of big cages <laughs> oh. inside warehouses. Oh, boy. So- and I said, what is this, for pit bulls? Because I know a guy who raised pit bulls. And no, no, no. You don't want that guy's face. Let is me it, tell you. It's fucked up. <laughs> and they said, no, no, no. It's it's not for that. We won't tell you what it is. But you, you, you it's better if you don't know. But they- I said, that sounds great to me. <laughs> so wait, you you failed completely on the wall project and they brought you back for, for the uh, detainment center? That's Correct. It's an unsuccessful government. That is true. Wow. And this was also your idea that you gave them on Twitter. You tweeted this idea to them. That's to right. Get the same contractor for all of their bad projects. That's right. My they- Twitter, MAGA, <laughs> Tracy Morgan, MAGA, Richard, Richard Tracy MAGA, Richard Tracy MAGA <laughs> Morgan. Please call me Dick. That's in the app. Oh, right, right, right. But right. the name that pops up is just fucked. <laughs> number eight. Oh my That's God. a number two. It's taking a number eight. 
Uh, and so you tweeted that, and then you built these cages. Uh, did you successfully build the cages? Yeah, we did. We did. I we heard did they've been using them. them. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we built them all in Minnesota, and it turns out that's not what they were looking for. Uh, yeah. They wanted them everywhere? Or? Yeah, so luckily, uh, for any of you listeners at home, I was able to keep my hands clean of that because I could feel the room being uncomfortable. <laughs> For a second, I thought you were building the wall out of cages, which was very No, confusing. no, no. I'm talking no. about the ice thing. No, no, no I, I got it. Yeah. I got it for sure. It's uh, fun. Uh, any, uh, any other, uh, any other big, uh, big jobs come out of this administration so far? I mean, that must have been a pretty penny for all those in Minnesota cages. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I got some other stuff that happened. Uh... <laughs> uh, we'll talk amongst ourselves for a moment. Uh, Franklin, how do you feel about all this? I mean, you're uh, oh, well, I'm I very... mean, you're not into Trump, right? You're not a fan. Not really. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> not into really... politics. I don't know what's going on right now, but like... But generally, you're uh, against these projects that Richard oh, Tracy yeah. Morgan has uh, had his hand in. Yeah, do you feel like, do you... yeah. Everybody says they're against it until they need help from the government. <laughs> You'll come crawling back. You think we will? Maybe. Mr. Tracy Morgan may have gone alt right uh, since last week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's not oh, yeah. I wouldn't say I've gone that way. Uh, that, I would say you it's know what? That's fair. The continuity of the <laughs> that is true. That is true. I apologize. I, guess, I mean, I wouldn't say that I've done much else, but I did go to North Korea as a part of that whole thing. I actually go way back with Kim Jong Un. I probably oh, talked about yeah. that before. Yeah, Ooh. I think I think you mentioned him. He's a he's a like a uh, old uh, racquetball buddy or something. We went like on that. study abroad together. Yeah. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. what was her name? Oh. So anyway, you're in North Korea. What the fuck you just say to me? Ah, uh, just a little, a little, little wordplay. I know you love it when I do that. Oh, I love puns. <laughs> so yeah, you went to North Korea. Yeah, I went to North Korea. <laughs> Kim Jong Un, I go way back. We studied abroad. Mm, uh, yeah. he, he was on exile. I was just in Myanmar. <laughs> just, uh, just uh, for pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was bouncing around between that and Rwanda back in the mid-90s, and mm. we became quite close. Wow. Was, yeah, good places to be dead in. Or, yeah, or a good place to be... Uh, uh, Great hotels. What's, what's the word in Rwanda. for Rwanda. War profiteering? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's yeah. True, yeah. yeah. Uh, still, still a good place. And I just missed out on that money, otherwise uh, I would be fine by now. But, you know, I'm, I'm still out here grinding, uh, grinding away. Do you, do you consider yourself the Steve Wozniak of uh, war profiteering in Rwanda? I consider myself the guy who sold his Apple shares for three thousand dollars back no! in 1978. Oh, no, uh, it's uh, Because I was that guy. <laughs> oh shit! As you recall, I'm I'm yeah. quite familiar with Steve Jobs because yeah. he's adop- my adopted son. Right, right. Well, that was oh. I think that's that's probably something that was talked about. Kim Jobs, baby. <laughs> uh, so what did you and Kim Jong Un get up to? Uh, yeah, racquetball, golfing. Oh, you know, he showed me his nukes. So I said, I got bigger ones. Uh, uh, yeah. So we compared dicks, and it turns out. The same. <laughs> uh, right on. Cool. Uh, anything else happen out there? <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. So you're back stateside working uh, on the White House. Back for the White stateside House. working for the White House. Not technically, but, you know, I'm, we're getting a lot done that I'm excited about. Yeah, definitely. What, um, uh, what, what, what's uh, what's next for you, though? I mean, it's been a torturous ride. What's next? That's a great question. As you guys know, I'm, 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 sort of, I'm always on the lookout. What's the next deal? You yeah. know, where can I get the next hot money mm, cash flow from? Of course. So I think it's flipping in court. <laughs> flipping in court, wow. Wait, court flipping? Yeah, I think it's flipping in court. You know, I'm not one of these guys. You know, I'm not. Uh, I'm no Jeremy Renner. I'm not flipping houses out here. I'm, I'm looking to flip in court. So this Paul Manafort guy. You guys see this? You yeah. heard about this? Yeah. You see this? Yeah. Is this? You heard about this? Yeah. Are you doing stand up now? By no. the way. Okay. Extremely no. This guy, he's, you know, he flips on Donald Trump in court. Uh, he's still got a half a billion dollars at some low amount, I'm sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely an amount. Michael yeah. Cohen, 
He's got a cool accent. <laughs> yeah. That's he flips on Trump. Yeah. He goes to jail, but I think he has money, right? You yeah, yeah. He's got that, some right? uh, stake in the uh, Ukrainian taxi business or some shit. I... Something, something real, uh, real like, you know. On the up and up. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Matt, don't pitch us your spec script for taxi. <laughs> 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 so it's the same thing, but Ukrainian. Bada bing. <laughs> oh, I love it. You talking right. to me? So I feel like if I go in there and say, yeah, I know some stuff. I, you know, I, I tweeted the guy. If I flip on him. It's effecto bingo bingo. By the day, cash, cash I'm rich. money. Yeah, yeah, I'm forfeiting four properties that I don't own currently. <laughs> I'm doing ten years hard time. Yeah, and I'm walking away with my international bank accounts. I assume that's how it works. Yes. I mean, wow. after di- being dead for seven years, what's ten years hard time? I mm-hmm. mean, it's nothing. Oh, it's seven, three more. Well, I guess that's true. <laughs> and, it's, and it's in a different. But you put it that it, way. You nailed it. Don't you make me it. do math, you motherfucker. <laughs> and you, you, uh, I, you would flip on anybody. Like anybody who asks, you go in and flip. Yeah, but I've right? tried to flip on you multiple times. <laughs> I this believe episode. that. I have gotten. I keep showing Matt documents, saying, "Look at this." And you say, "This is just a hand-drawn picture of a couple." I would say boobies, but it really just looks like circles that you drew near each other. <laughs> well, that is boobies sometimes. I was doing a Venn diagram of uh, of Richard Tracy Morgan's appearances to listens. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Ouch, that hurts. If it was the right diagram, it would have been a great burn, but it doesn't guys, work with Ben. There's, what do you guys do per episode? I'm sure it's no, not much. No, we don't much. need to get into that. <laughs> really don't need to get you guys that. probably have some crazy low number, like, what is it, like 200000 an episode? <laughs> some number that wouldn't even make you money. 100000 an episode, yeah. something like that? Yeah. I'll say this, I'll say this. Uh, it's either it's between $1 and that. It's somewhere in there. Mm. Hey, it's no buck, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> thank we you, we you, either have $1 listens or 200000 I didn't realize I said one. Yeah. One time a guy paid me a dollar. Mm-hmm. To listen to his story on a bench, a bus bench uh-huh. in Alabama while he was waiting for a bus. Uh-huh. <laughs> he tells me this whole bullshit story uh-huh. about some girl who had AIDS and how he played football in Alabama and how he, uh, he played ping pong in China. Yeah. And at the end of it, that motherfucker... Hands me a piece of chocolate with a dollar inside of it. I ate the motherfucker. <laughs> oh, you ate the money? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Guy was a real idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. Well, well whoever was. he might be, uh, shout out to him. <laughs> did he have a? Did he have a? Uh, say anything about like any uh, a- uh, aphorisms about life being like said chocolate? Yeah, he said, "Life, it's the English patient." <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's about time for plugs. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're just gonna go right into it because uh, Matt, you've got a hard out tonight. Uh, yes. <laughs> was I was I was I should not have put that on blast. It's fine. Matt's gonna go kill somebody. <laughs> Matt, right. you got a date tonight? <laughs> nope. Didn't think so. You're the better of the two. Uh, so, uh, so this episode's coming out uh, Friday, uh, September twenty eighth, I believe. Let me just fact yes. check oh, that. Sure. You are correct. Yes, the twenty eighth, Friday, twenty eighth. We'll start here on my left uh, with you, Franklin. Uh, what is going on with you, online or otherwise, that you want people to know about? Where can they catch you online in clubs? I'm, in- not, re- I'm not really on the social media. I'm, uh, I'm on Twitter though. I got the yeah. Uh, you be you be out there retweeting? Yeah, I'm, I'm Thomas underscore Low. Okay, on Twitter, that's my porn name. That's, okay, <laughs> I was wondering because I've been follow you on Twitter for quite some time. Actually, before I met you, we were following yeah. each other on Twitter. Wow. Weird, weird stuff, right? Wow, weird wild stuff. Uh, so I was going to ask you, Thomas Lola, that's your porn name, but is that one of those dog and street things? Pretty much, yeah. Right. Middle name street. The thing is, um, yeah, there's a lot of Franklin Yee's. Uh, I try to get the name on Twitter. No? Not uh, happening. There's a Franklin Yee 
on uh, Facebook. Don't follow him. It's not me. Yeah, don't go to Facebook to, to follow Franklin Yee. Uh, if you go to Twitter, don't type in Franklin Yee. Uh, Look for Thomas underscore Lowell. That's about it. And uh, um, yeah, and uh, the Facebook Franklin Yee had a birthday last <laughs> Monday. It's promoting yeah. other people's birthdays. <laughs> I know, cause like every year it happens, and people are just calling me up. Hey, happy birthday! I was oh, like, really? Hey. Oh, that's not my birthday. So you got a lot of mutual friends with this Franklin Yee. I think the whole com- comedy community in Los Angeles is friends with this guy. Do you think somebody made a, a fake account for you? I don't think I'm that cool, but yeah. Because <laughs> only the coolest people get a fake account. I think it's a mad coincidence. But... Right. Well, don't follow on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter. Uh, you can check out all of his tweets there. <laughs> Uh, cool. Uh, Richard Tracy Morgan, a uh, lot of projects to promote, I imagine. I mean, you, get, you're, you got your finger in a little bit of everything. This, yeah, this yeah. Let me, let me promote one in particular. Yes. I, uh, there's this uh, sketch comedy troupe in Los Angeles that oh, yeah. I, uh, I tried to blackmail. Mm. And uh, it was, the proceedings are ongoing, but yeah. the more famous they get, the more money I can expunge out of them. So it's a good deal for me. Uh, set them up to knock them down. That's right. Wow. They're, they're called Very Famous. Oh, that's fun. They're mm. a sketch group at the Pack Theater in Los Angeles. Angeles, oh, yeah. which is a theater at Santa Monica, near Vine, but not yes. on it. Mm-hmm. Not on it. And uh, if you uh, if you go inside, you say, "Wow, it smells in here, and it's small, and everything is breaking." And you'd be correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, everything is. I breaking. will say, I've seen the show. They're very funny. Yes, uh, and they're, they're, are they very famous? Uh, no. Well, they are, but they're not. I, I mean, imagine that's part of the joke. <laughs> one of the guys from that is guy Kevin Newton. I wrote a mm-hmm. I wrote a sketch uh, for him mm-hmm. uh, for one of his shows. Uh, we wrote it together. We co we co authored it. Oh wow! I heard it went oh, really wow. well. He uh, staged it on a night that I uh, always have to be doing my open mic right, on. Right. And well, he changed all the words too, but. Yeah, he changed all the words. Uh, he made it about something else. Uh, he said he would film it, and I'm pretty sure he did, so I can't wait to see that. Uh, I'm plugging that for sure. Uh, uh, you wouldn't know anything about this, though, I, have, I imagine he had no say in the time or day of the show. <laughs> no, I know that. I know and that was also him. in the show and couldn't film it, unfortunately. Totally. Bad. That would have been great if he had had a, a, a front-facing camera mm, yes. out the whole time uh, with Would be phone. interesting, wouldn't it? Uh, or, interesting or bad. bad. One of those two, for sure. <laughs> no, uh, you know, we love Kevin Noonan. I would never slight him. If he was here, I would tell him it's to his face, but since he's not I gotta just say on the record love the dude thank you for letting me write that fuck that motherfucker (laughs) very famous has a show every fourth Sunday of the month at 8pm at the Pack Theater in Los Angeles the next one October 28th there you go that's, uh, that's about wow. a month from today as you're hearing this. So right. get your shit. You just missed together. one on Sunday. Ah, oh, man. idiots. <laughs> How dare them not have been able to go back in time? Well, you know, they should have paid attention. Yeah. You motherfucker. Hey, kick rocks. Kick, kick rocks, rocks, baby. Kick rocks. <laughs> Gotta get a couple of those in. Uh, Matt, what's up with you, buddy? Again, I'd like to remind people I'm going to the DMV on the 3rd of September. I have an appointment. You're really pushing that date. Uh, it's a big one for me. It's a big one. It's Look. a good booking. It's not easy. It's a good booking. Uh, that's the one downtown. Oh, uh, yes. Well, it was, it was, there's, we have a lot of DMVs. We don't actually have a lot of DMVs. And uh, <laughs> there's no appointment times at any of them. Uh, I'll tell you about that. My new podcast that I'm promoting, Matt Goes to the DMV. <laughs> that and that's going to be a daily uh, daily show. Yes, that's gonna be, I'm going to go every oh, day. I'm going to stand in line for four hours. So it's going to be like a you made it weird, but like you made it boring. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my career, Kevin. Oh, it's going to be the same. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, 
Yeah, I'm Richard Tracy Morgan. I know you had beef wow. with Pete Holmes. Oh, yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, Capital City Heights, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, as for me, hey, this uh, Monday, the following Monday after this weekend, you can go see me at the Thirsty Ox in Oxnard. Uh, I'll be up there with uh, the Blaine Laramie and Jorge Riverall's new show. Jo- Jorge. 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 Thirsty uh, Ox. Yeah. He says that both pronunciations are uh, accepted. George He's a nice and Jorge. Guy. Yeah. He just doesn't like to upset mm-hmm. people. Jorge Riverall, Blaine Laramie. That show is at 9 o'clock. Friends of the show, Vanessa Gritton and Andrew Polk will also be there. Cool. Nice. And uh, somebody else who hasn't been on the show, but I imagine is very funny. <laughs> uh, and uh, other than that, uh, we got a guy from the UK coming to Killer Mike next month. Wow. <laughs> and that's about it. Uh, KB Anderson Yo on all of the things at BleakPod on Twitter to follow this. Feel free to rate, review, subscribe. By the way, this came out uh, well after uh, y'all were encouraged to harass me about American Horror Story on Twitter by another Unpops show. Stop doing that. (laughs) But if you want to do it, I'd encourage you to also rate the podcast five stars. That is, uh, that is, I would let you do that endlessly if you rate the podcast and prove it. Uh, Franklin Yee, thank you for being here, buddy. Thank you for having me. It's great to to have you on here. I can't wait to see you on Tuesday while I'm shit faced. Let's do it. (laughs) I will be there this Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, Richard Tracy Morgan. your 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 timeline is crazy this year. I gotta say, I gotta say, it's a new year, new you. Uh, it's very fun. I'm very happy to have you here again. I'm sure Matt feels the same. I it was uh, you know as always a whirlwind. I want to get. I, we gotta have you back. I want to talk more about the afterlife. We didn't get it. We didn't even mm. talk about the afterlife. Mm. I have nowhere else to be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week, everybody. Bye. Right. Pleasure. You guys have a good day. <laughs> Pleasure. You guys have a good day. <laughs> there you go. That was the most polite. Five- <laughs> Thank you.